Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Genesis chapter 2 verse 25. The man and his wife were both naked and they felt no shame. Here's a verse that may made you giggle back in Sunday school. But as we grow older, the concept of shame is actually a lingering and corrosive emotion that can bring us to tears and leave deep scars. In yesterday's devotion, I mentioned the topics of guilt and shame. The devil tempts us into both, so it's useful to recognize the distinction. It's also good to know, though, that Christ our Savior has redeemed us from both of them. We heard what God's Word said about guilt yesterday. Today, let's take a closer look at shame. In this verse from Genesis, Adam and Eve felt no shame because, at this point, they were not guilty of any sin. All that changed when they disobeyed God. They now experienced both guilt and shame for the first time. So they hid from God. We hear that. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Shame makes us want to hide in disgrace from our friends, from our family, from God. It makes us want to hide our face. In Psalm 45, the psalmist laments, My disgrace is before me all day long, and my face is covered with shame. Shame is the painful emotion that comes with guilt, but it can linger long after the guilt has been removed and forgiven. You may have heard and know that God assures you in his word your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for, but the devil wants you to linger in shame. That's because shame leaves us isolated. God has restored you to himself in Christ, but make no mistake about it. The devil wants to keep you separate from God and from all those who love you. He wants you to be so embarrassed you no longer can go to church. He wants you to feel too soiled in sin to pray. But that's exactly when God wants you to look to him. In Psalm 34, David wrote, Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. There are all sorts of triggers that can pop in our lives and remind us of sins in the past that God has forgiven long ago. Imagine how Peter must have felt every time he heard a rooster crow. But now, it would also be his cue to remember and rejoice in our Savior's wonderful mercy. Times like that should also be our cue to look to Christ and trust his forgiveness all the more. It's the same encouragement we hear in Hebrews where the words are recorded. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame. In complete and total and unapologetic love for you and me, God bore our sin and our shame on the cross. All of it. Nothing would stop him from restoring you to a full and forgiven relationship with him. And listen to the result. In Romans, Paul rejoices and says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. That's how God sees you. And he wants you to see yourself this way too. Let us pray. Precious Savior, thank you for forgiving my guilt and removing my shame. Amen. If you find yourself struggling with guilt and shame, or know someone who is, please check out the wonderful free booklet from Lutheran Hour Ministries titled, Unlocking the Prison of Guilt. It's featured this month on the free topical booklets page on our website, lifethissideofheaven.org. 
you're welcome to download the PDF or listen to the audio file. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.